Good morning, peeps. Happy Friday. Happy Freestyle Friday, wherever, however you're listening. I just appreciate you tuning in. This week, we're talking about marching order Monday, and we're talking about authenticity, and then talking about another pop-up series that I'm going to do whenever the hell I want, because it's my podcast. So marching order Monday. The orders were to go to your local library or Audible or whatever and read a book from your childhood. Now, that could be as easy as The Very Hungry Caterpillar or The Berenstein Bears. For me, when I think about my childhood and when I really fell in love with reading, and I'm still an avid reader today of all things, right? Curiosity really drives that. When I think about how I fell in love with reading, it was super fudge. And I remember I was sick, but I wasn't too sick. And my mom needed to go and teach class in Central City. So she dropped me off at my grandma's house, right? My grandpa, I think, was still working at that time because it's just me and my grandma. And I drew a picture of a great horn owl, but I also had a book called Super Fudge by Judy Bloom. Just an amazing book. And I remember reading that, my grandma making me soup, just that comfort feeling. I can picture it right now. Grandma Acres, the lady who taught me how to cook, fried potatoes, roast beef. Oh my God, I'm getting hungry. I got to stop that. But the love of reading. And so I remember walking in to the Cedar Rapids Library. It's the old library. Now it's the True North building. Walking in and with the boys. Josh was probably three, four years old. Brennan was seven or eight. Walking in and seeing all these books from my childhood. I hadn't been to the children's section of the library for years, right? Walking in, seeing all of these books from my childhood and talking to B-Dog about Hatchet by Gary Paulson. So I pull out Hatchet, but then I see next to it, Brian's Winter. So if you've ever read Hatchet, it's about a 12, 13-year-old boy who is playing crashes in the Canadian wilderness, and he only has a hatchet to survive. Well, when I was a kid, (laughs) 30 years ago at this time, there was only hatchet. Well, he had come out with sequels, Brian's Winter and The River and Brian's Hunt and all these other sequels to Hatchet, and I just went crazy. I checked them all out. Ignored my wife at night for a couple of weeks and just consumed myself in these books. And it was insane because I read Hatchet through the eyes of an adult, but also, also, I remembered myself as a 12, 13 year old reading those books as well and how enthralling, just how captivating those books were. And that's why I asked you to read a book from your childhood because one, It takes you back to those memories, meat and soup and just feeling warm and comfortable and and loved at my grandma's house reading Super Fudge. But also, you read the book through an adult's eyes. I found the humor as a parent in Super Fudge. And if you've never read Super Fudge by Judy Bloom and you're a parent, go and grab that right now. In fact, I'm going to make a plug for the entire library system right now. Most people don't realize, they think of the library as it has books and some microfish newspapers from 1926. Yes, it has that, but you also have the opportunity to get three or four audio apps for free. 
So if you want to check out Super Fudge right now on audio, you can do that through the Cedar Rapids Library or wherever you're listening. They have audio apps. They have e-readers. There's a reason why foreigners. I love walking in the library and I see people from the Republic of Congo, Nigeria, Bulgaria, wherever, because the library system is a great equalizer in our nation. There's a study done and the closer proximity people have to libraries, the lower the crime rate in the area. Yes, that's where I want my tax dollars going. All right, shifting gears to One Minute Wednesday. And I told the story about how I was at, and I'm just going to come out and say it, the Home Services National Marketing and Technology Expo Conference, whatever you want to call it, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So we're there. And it's two days of marketing and tech talk and how we can further ourselves. And I was doing some pretty creative stuff like Spotify ads. We have What's Within 5. There's a lot of really cool stuff that we're doing that everybody at the conference thought was just groundbreaking and awesome. Unfortunately, our CEO of Home Services, uh, yeah, she's a CFO. And I think that's all I need to say for my business people out there. You're a CFO. You see the spend. You don't see the return. Very short-sighted. That's not what this is about. We're up there. And I had heard legends about Gino Blafari, right? This amazing, charismatic leader, motivational, inspirational. I couldn't wait to hear him speak. And we're at the conference, and he's the keynote, kind of the first morning that we're there after we had eaten dinner last night. First keynote, 9 a.m. Couldn't wait. I'm in my seat at 845, highly caffeinated, got my coffee, rocking and rolling. He gets up. And he gives a rousing presentation talking about motivation, inspiration, why we should achieve to be greater, where the company's going. And about a quarter of the way through, there's a guy in back. He says, hey, hey, you. Yeah, with the with the laptop open. What's your name? He said Brian or whatever it was. He said, hey, shut that laptop. What we're talking about here is important. I thought two things. One, I'm glad I didn't have my laptop open. But I rarely do in meetings, because, especially with speakers, especially with speakers, because I'm fully captivated. But two, number two, I thought that was cool. He needs to concentrate on. So Gino continues, and he gives his speech, and it's really good. And we all get up, give him a round of applause, and I watch him. I watch him walk back to the table, sit down, and the next speaker gets up and starts talking. I'm still watching Gino. What does he do? He takes his laptop opens it up, I see him double-click the Outlook button and start checking email. Literally, what he had just told his employee to not do, he said through his actions, I'm more important than you. My email is more important than your email. Do as I say, not as I do. And I thought, if that's the president of the organization, there's no way in hell I want to work at this company anymore. Like, I don't stand for that. First off, the the CEO was just terrible to people. I think that they've lost over half their agents since she's taken over. But number two, I can't work for somebody like that. Like, I've got to work for visionary leaders who back up what their words say. And you couldn't do anything more opposite than that. So what's the lesson? 
It's pretty simple. Actions speak louder than words, period. It's an old saying because it's true. And if your actions aren't backing up your words, people sniff out bullshit like no other. It's about authenticity. It's about authenticity. And Gino, you're not authentic. You're full of shit and you're a Niners fan. And I want to tell all those Niners players you got pictures with, you're full of shit, right? You might write cards to people afterwards and all that other stuff, but that's just shit that you read in a book. You can't teach authenticity in a book. You're either a genuine person or you're not. And Gino, you are full of shit, my man. <laughs> I don't care how much money you have or what your titles are. Completely full of shit. That happened three, four years ago, and I still remember it like it was yesterday. Your actions carry through history. Okay, little spoiler alert. I was up taking Rollo, the super mini Aussie, to get groomed yesterday in Central City where he was born. He was born in Coggin, but Central City is where he calls home and took him there to get groomed. The point is this. I dropped him off to get groomed and I went out to Pinnacan Ridge Park. Gorgeous park in northern Lynn County. It's where the Lynn County Fair is every year. Went there while he was getting groomed, walked around, and it reminded me. It was kind of a cold, almost little rainy, wet day. But I still wanted to go out and explore, listen to, to nature. I was listening and it reminded me of the day that I got let go at Great America. Now, I had put in my one-month resignation. I'd worked there 13 years. I had gone and put in my resignation a month ahead of time, and I had about two, three days left. And so, I believe it was a Wednesday, I brought in breakfast for the whole entire team, for the whole entire floor, my whole department. That was my way of thanking them for 13 years. And they reciprocated by firing me for something that I had done literally thousands of times over my career. They wanted to send a message. They wanted to send a message because they had a lot of high-profile people leaving. They wanted to send the message that they call the shots, not the people. And this brought me back to that day because it was like that. It was around this time of year when I left to start my own business. And it made me realize I need to tell some more stories. And so I'm introducing a pop-up podcast that may happen every week, may happen every month. It's going to be story time with Steel. Whenever I want to tell a story, I'm going to tell that. And it's going to be on this podcast, One Minute Wisdom. So keep tuning in. I appreciate you more than you know. We're getting a lot more listeners than I thought. Do me a favor. Leave a review on Apple or Spotify and tell one person that they should listen on Mondays to get a little motivation and get their week started right. We can change the world one person, one action at a time. Love you, peeps. Have a great weekend. Peace.